Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Good evening, good evening, Baltimore and the surrounding areas. This is your man, Hezekiah L. Montgomery, host of Man and the Mirror. And I will just say, this is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. I'm truly excited. It's been a long week, been a long two weeks, been a long three weeks. But June 1st, 2018, excuse me, is here today. We are having Perpetual Praise Friday, which is normally on a third Friday. But since it's June 1st, the first day of the six months, which is half of 2018, I thought it appropriate for us just to mix things around. And we still will have another one in two weeks. But actually, there's five Five Fridays, if not if I'm not correct, in this month. One, two, three. Yeah, five Fridays. So we got a lot going on. So, yeah, we may miss today, but that's okay. But today is June 1st, 2018 at 9 p.m. You're listening live with Man in America. Can you believe it? I just thank you. I just thank the Lord for everything he's done. Uh, Michelle will be popping on sooner or later, later or sooner. We just had a long day today, but as you know, as they say, the show must go on. And I thank all of you who have been tuning in, listening, passing man and the man, man and the mirror around, because you know we want people to hear the good news about Jesus Christ. And that's one of the songs I'm going to play tonight, because you know, and I'm going to be listening more from Mandisa. You know, she wrote a song. And she said, you know, behind the song, and I really mentioned this earlier today, that she wanted her brother to be saved. And she, you know, through her songs all her years, that's one of the things that she wanted. But when she got a phone call one night, and he said, what must I do to be saved? And that was, the, you know, the bottom line of why she wrote the song called Good News. But you'll hear that at the halfway mark, and I'm just truly excited <clears throat> today about everything that's been going on. Like I said, it's been a rough week, but, every, you know, it's, it's all things work together for the good of them that love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. But before we start, we will open up in prayer, and then we will get into an unscripted version of Man in the Mirror, Perpetual Praise Friday. 26. 
the gracious and heavenly Father, we just bow down before you as humble servants, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for our lying down, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for waking us up to a day we've never seen before, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for traveling mercies over the busy highways and byways, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for love. We thank you, Lord, for mercy. We thank you, Lord, for grace. We thank you, Lord, for everything that you've done in our life and are going to do, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for our listeners, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for just having us being a host and hostess. Uh, Man in the mirror, Lord, continue to bless man in the mirror, Lord, as we bring people on, as we talk about your word, as we talk about your good news, Lord, as we just witness to those who know you and those who don't know you, Lord. And, Lord, we just thank you, Lord, for perpetual praise Fridays because we're just here just giving praise, honor, and glory to you. And we'll never fail to give you all glory, honor, and praise. And we ask all these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. And again, can you believe it? It's the June 1st. We're at the halfway mark of 2018. Where has the time gone? I don't know. But this is number show. This is show number 171, and we're still going strong with Man in America. Got to keep this thing going. We have to keep bringing people on and tell their stories. I'm truly excited about Perpetual Praise Friday because it's our chance to praise the Lord on a Friday night. We usually do it on a third as our third Friday, but I wanted to, you know, do one on the first Friday of June first so we can give him praise. So with that started, I'm going to start off with a song. And Psalm ninety one one. And you're saying, Well, why is he using Psalm ninety one one? I'll listen to a radio station. I'm gonna really give a little shout out to ninety five Point one shine FM, and a listener said that whenever she's going through, that will be that was her nine one one psalm. And I said, yeah, I love I, I read these Psalm ninety one, and um, this is my nine one one. You know, many times you know when we listen, we pray. You know, we never know what's going on and what's going to happen, but our nine one one can be psalm. 91, and you got to forgive me, I didn't even realize my Bible got a little wet, you know, we had a little water damage in our basement, but again, God is good, my Bible got a little damp, and you know, I got to try to make sure it it stays itself together, but you know, the devil is always going to be busy, because he's always going to be trying to throw things to keep you from praising the Lord. And in Psalm 34, what David said, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall be continually in my lips. You know, David went through a lot. He was a man that, you know, he was known as you know, a man after God's own heart. God loved him, even though he fell, but he didn't just fall. He got up. Many times we fall. Many times we make those mistakes in life. This is why praise comes in there, because we know that when we fall, God is always going to be there to pick us up. Yeah, but in Psalms 91.1, I'm actually going to read the whole thing because it is a beautiful psalm of David because it says, whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest. And I I remember one day the Lord just spoke to me with the second part of this, the B part. It's the A part, whoever dwells in the house and the, whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. Now, how many times do you can we understand that we can rest 
in a shadow. That has to be a that has to be a strong shadow because we are busy. We got nine to five. Some of us got six, seven kids. Some of us got five kids. Some of us got a few kids. Some of and then you know kids can be get on your last nerve. You know we work hard every day. You know we got a home to deal with. You know situations come up. We got the bill collectors calling our phones. We have a life that's happening. But what is the one thing that we can find? It says we'll find rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say to the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Surely he will save you from the foul snare and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his feathers and and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness will be your shield and rampart. You will not fear the terror by night, nor the arrows that flies by day, nor the pestilence that stalks in the darkness, nor the plague that destroys at midday. A thousand fall at your side, ten thousand at your right hand, but it will not come near you. You will only observe with your eyes and see the punishment of the wicked. If you say the Lord is my refuge and you make most high and you make the most high your dwelling, no harm will overtake you. When he said if you trust in the Lord, if you make the most high your dwelling, no harm will come to overtake you, nor disaster will come near your tent. Tent, home, tent, job, tent, car. You know, that, that could be, you know, that tent could be anything. You know, that tent is, you know, just saying no disaster will come to your tent, for, for he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. But they will lift up their hand so that you will not strike your foot against the stone. You will, thread, you will tread on the lion and the cobra. You will trample the great lion and the serpent, because he loves me, says the Lord. I will rescue him. I will protect him, for he acknowledges my name. He will call on me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor honor him. So let's think about that. Psalm 91.1, and I started this off saying that, uh, young, I heard a young lady say, this is her psalm in the times of trouble. And we can use this, and I'm just sharing this, because someone said in times of trouble, this is a verse that they read. They read Psalms 91.1, whoever, whoever, that doesn't mean Hezekiah, that doesn't just mean the shell. It means whoever dwells in the shelter. You can put your name, Hezekiah. When Hezekiah dwells in the shelter of the Most High, he will find rest in the shadow of the Almighty. He will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say to the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God, in whom I trust. Surely he will save you from the foul snares, things that are happening in your life, and from the deadly pestilence. So, you know, we have to find shelter, and that that. Shelter in the shadow is was the one thing that got me years ago. It's like I can find shelter. I can find rest in the shadow of the Almighty. His rest will cover me. You know, I can find rest as being under him. You know, that 
is the kind of rest that we're looking for. Those are the things that we are looking for to be able to do. That when we are so tired of life, when we're you know when we're restless, when anxiety sets in, and think you know you know when we don't know what to do, when we are down, you know, the devil and you know, Satan thinks we are um, down for the count. Those are the things that we want to be able to find rest, and we want to be able to find rest in the Almighty God. And He's telling us, "Hey, look, you can find rest in my shadow." You know, we'll rest in the shadows of the Almighty. Um, you can, you know, things are going to happen to us daily. We drive to work, we get to work, people start getting on our nerves. Sometimes we want to have a peaceful day. We, and I'm learning in life, that we have to pick our battles. You know, we're going to have to pick our battles, but what does the word say? The battle is not mine. The battle is the Lord's. Uh, you know, we have to, again, we have to pick our battles, and we have to know that the battle is the Lord's. You're listening live with Man in the Mirror. With your host, Hezekiah Montgomery, and co-host, who will be coming on soon, Michelle Johnson. Um, today, we're doing a perpetual page Friday. You can call 26. We've been doing these for the past few years since we aired in October of 2014, if I'm correct. Uh, 2014, 2015, I'm losing count. But um, our first show was aired um, in 2014, if I'm correct. But that's okay, because God is good. God has been good to me. God has been good to you. And we have, you know, we're talking about, you can, I'm sorry, we're talking about just, you know, praising God on these days. So, you know, we just talked about Psalm 91.1. You can call in at 917-889-2271 or log in at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash man dash n dash demera. So come in and join us. You know, we're having a perpetual praise Friday. It is now 914. Um, we want you guys to call and tell us what God has done for you. Um, you can go on our event page. You, it's something you want us to pray for. We will pray for you. Um, we will forward these prayers over to our pastors so they can, you know, keep praying for you as well. Because we want you guys just to understand the, the mantra of man the mirror, which came after my first book, um, Rediscovering Kai. Real people, real stories, real overcomers. Because every day it can be an overcoming day. You know, not just one day, not just two days, but every day can be an overcoming day. You don't, you know, we're going to fall, we're going to make mistakes in life, but every day can be an overcoming day. And I like this one scripture, which I just had to look up, Isaiah fifty four seventeen. It says, no weapon that is formed against me shall prosper, and every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment shall, shall, in judgment thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is for me, says the Lord. And I read that again. 
Isaiah 54, 17. No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper, and every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment shall be condemned. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is for me, says the Lord. So again, God is saying, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. And I'm actually going to look up, and I got, I'm going to look up what the NIV says, because it's always good to know what another verse says. And it says, no weapon formed against you will prevail, and you will, you will, and you will refute every tongue that accuses accuses you. This is the heritage of the servant of the Lord, and this is their vindication from me, declares the Lord. So God is saying, whatever's going on, and no weapon formed against you shall prosper. You know, no weapon means anything that may come up. There's not, nothing is going to come against thee. This is how the Lord takes care of his people. We are his children. You know, many of us are parents. Anything that comes up against our children, we are there ASAP. We're not going to take any chances. We're not going to play with it. But when something comes up against our children, we are there. And this is how God is with us. He said, no weapon formed against thee shall prosper. It won't happen. It will be refuted. And every tongue that shall rise, anybody that talks about you, anything, you know, the in judgment thou shalt condemn. That means he's going to condemn it. You know, this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and the righteousness is, is for me, says the Lord. So God is saying that I got you. I'm going to take care of you. Whatever goes on, I'm going to take care of you. And I just thank you guys who are listening you know, for everything that you've been doing, everything that you're going through, you know, with man and mayor, we are here. You know, we want people to know that we are here. We are here for you. You're here for us. But um, we're going to continue. You know, we are going to continue because, you know, with the verses, um, again, I want to tell you guys, we, you know, we've had, um, we've had, a little flood this week, so I've had a long week dealing with house things. And those are just things of the devil. You know, when a devil comes in, you have a choice. Either you're going to entertain him. You know, there are several ways we can entertain, and we don't ever think of that. Are we going to give in and get angry, get upset? We're going to entertain him because he's going to throw in things that he doesn't like. Or we're just going to go say, you know what, look at the, instead of looking at the, Bible is half empty, we can look at it as half full. And so you know what? Okay. We didn't have a little a little upset a little upset obsession right now. Something happened. Let's just clean up and keep it moving. You know, and then let's figure out what's going on. You know, that's what Satan don't like. Because many times he puts put things in our ways just to see what's gonna happen. Just to see. And I'm going to read something um, that we had in Bible study with my church last night. We do Bible study for our life. And, and I, think it was, I think God was playing with me because my pastor, Pastor Erica Stanley, from, which was, she was on our show before, uh, from Masterpiece Community Connection Ministries, she was reading and teaching us from Psalms 
one says, Vindicate me, Lord, for I have led a blameless life. I have trusted in you and have not faltered. Now, this is David. The guy I know David made his mistakes. He was a murderer and a, uh, an adulterer. But then he wrote this. Test me, Lord, and try me. Examine my heart and my mind. That is a bold statement, if I would say so myself. That is a bold statement. So you're telling God, test me, Lord, and try me. Examine my heart and my mind. So when these tests do come, you know, and I'll be honest with you, growing up, I did not like tests. You know, I any form or fashion of a test, I did not like. I got to be honest with you. When you got to do a test, you know, I was not, you know, I'm not one who likes tests. But we got to remember, sometimes God doesn't put tests, God doesn't test us, but he allows things to happen. There's nowhere in scripture that says God's going to test you. Excuse me. But he will allow things to happen. And so David said, you know, because we're going to get these things in our life. And we and God wants to know, how are you going to handle these things as you're going through? It's almost like as we're teach as a school teacher, we've taught you everything. When they taught you everything, they want you to know and get ready for the test. But then they want to say, what, you know, what are we, how are you going to act on a test? How are you going to, you know, how are we going to see how you want to react if you're going to pass the test, A, B, C, or D. A means you really listen and you got all the facts and you got all the information. B said, yeah, you up near the A, but you didn't get it all. C means, well, you eh, kind of. But if you do a D or E work, that means you didn't pay attention to a thing that was going on. And sometimes you may have to be retested. And sometimes, and I remember telling God, try me again. You know, just give me another chance. And there's nothing wrong with that. If we didn't miss the, if we missed the mark, let's go for it again. Hey, let I want to get this thing because if you if you really want to get this thing called life, sometimes we have to go through a couple times so we get it right. And there's nothing wrong with that. That just shows your determination. How determined are you? Are you going to say one and out, two and out, three and out, whatever it takes, whatever it takes. You're not going to be the one. You know, I'm an entrepreneur. You know, I took a class a few a few years ago, and I found out that the algorithms that um, Amazon came up with and eBay for their, you know, they that wasn't their first time. People looked at them and laughed. The first time they gave, they came up with the idea of what they wanted to do. Second time they came up, they wanted to do. You know, sometimes it's your plan A don't work, plan D, but you keep it moving until it happens. Now, many of us are, this ain't, this ain't work, you know. It just wasn't the time for it to happen. But once it does work, you'll be surprised. And so, you know, that's why I say when we're tested or when we're going through, we may not meet the mark all the time. God does not say, oh, you're done, I'm done with you. That's what a that's the human aspect of it because you know we give up on each other pretty fast and pretty quick. That's the human aspect. 
But God, he said, you know, he loved us so much. He loved us. You got to realize that he loved us so much that he sent his only son into the world, you know, through him that we may have, like, the, the, the word is, that was paraphrased words. Let me keep it straight. For God still loved the world that he sent his only begotten son, that whosoever, whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Now, it didn't stop there. That was John 3, 16, verse 17, in turn says, For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. So many people just stop at John. Oh, I know the scripture. Many people just stop at John 3, 16. But 17 confirms that for he did not send his son into the world to condemn the world. He doesn't want anybody that the world through him might be saved. So these are the things we got. We should be shouting hallelujah for because, you know, this is what we praise God for because he don't leave us down. Our friends will leave, friends, honestly, friends will leave you down and out. Honestly, they will leave you down. Your friends, you put there with your friends, but as soon as tough times come, they're gone. They're gone. But when tough times are, upon, you know, are available, so a real friend, the real friend's going to be there. The real friend is going to be there. And we're basically almost near yeah, halfway mark, and I'm truly excited. I'm truly excited. I'm truly excited. If you're on, if you're listening, um, this is Man in the Mirror with Perpetual Prayer Friday 26. With your host, Hezekiah L. Montgomery, and co host, Michelle Johnson, as um, she you know, was tied up a little bit, but she will be on the second part of the show because um, I heard her come in, so she's getting herself together. But you know what? We, you know, we go to, if I'm not even here, the show will go on. She will have the show ready. If she's not here, that's what you call teamwork. Sometimes you got to do a tag team. That's life. You can't, you know, that is the real, that, you know, that's a test right there, which I want to do. One of y'all, that, I can hear the devil now. One of y'all not available at the right time. And that's okay. You know, if it just, the word says, with two or more gathered in his name, there he shall be in the admits. So, and in, in the admits. So, when you're doing something for God, of course, Satan is going to try to throw a monkey wrench in there. Of course, he's going to try, you know, different things. But that's okay. Jesus doing his job and our job is to say, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. We're going to praise him anyhow. Because the word, again, I always throw this up. David said, I will bless the Lord at all times. He ain't saying some of the times, just a few of the times. He said, all times, and his praise shall be continually on my mouth. And we're going to have, if I get the information out, if I can get the information out, because, again, I lost some stuff that was wet, and many times we don't remember what we had until we need it. So I still have, thank you, Jesus, I still have some stuff that is drying, but that is okay. That's okay. It's going to be good anyhow. And we're going to have a few notes from our supporters. And one supporter is Music Instructor for All Learners, Inc., where music knows no age. 
If you are interested in music instruction, such as piano lessons or instrumental lessons, please contact us at 443-574-5491 to set an appointment to talk to our instructors. And please visit us on our new and improved website at www.mefileinc.org. Another sponsor is Kirby Boss Project. Kirby Boss Project was created to empower, inspire, motivate, and change the lives of four-figured women. Kirby Chicks are Boss Chicks, too, not to mention beautiful, intelligent, and talented. Please check them out on Facebook at Kirby Boss Project. And we are now at our halfway mark, and you guys have been great to us. And, you know, you're listening, you're passing it on. I've been boosting the posts on Facebook. So, you know, when a, you know, pass it on. When people need an encouraging word, it's always good to listen to something um, that's going to encourage you. Because I love listening to stuff that's going to encourage me because, you know, we all make mistakes in life. Sometimes you just need that boost to say, you know what, I can, I can make it, I can do this. And before we go on break, I want to just read one scripture, you know, that we all know, but sometimes we just need a reminder, you know, when we're going through life and we're trying to figure out why and what's going on. And the scripture says, excuse me, in Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know thy plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Then you will call on me and come and pray to me, and I will listen. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. And with that, we will hear Mandisa's good news, and we'll be back in a few minutes with the second half of Man in the Mirrors, Perpetual Praise Friday, 26.
We are back live with Man in the Mirror with your host, Hezekiah Montgomery, and our co-host is with us now, Nichelle Johnson. Hello, Nichelle. How are you doing? Hola, hola. Hello, I feel in a, a Spanish kind of mood today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that song will put you there. That song will put you there. Yes, I'm glad to uh, have made it on, but I have been listening. So you, it's been a great show so far, Hezekiah. Oh, I'm glad you appreciate that. So how how's your Friday coming? How's your perpetual praise Friday coming? Oh, I thank him for being busy. <laughs> I'll just say that. Oh, okay. okay. That's a good thing. Yeah. So uh it sounds like uh the topic today we were really getting into it, talking about David. Okay, we're going to trip, 
How many of us ever tripped going up the steps, but we didn't fall? How many of us ever tripped? Now, we're supposed to be going up the steps, but we tripped going up the steps, but we don't fall. We may stumble. We may, you know, trip over something. We catch ourselves. And verse 24 says, though he may stumble, he will not fall, for the Lord upholds him with his hand. So, you know, people may look at you, or they people sit back. How many of us know that people are sitting back watching to see what happens if we get if we're tripped, if something happens to us in life? They want to say, oh, he he ain't he he's down for the count right now. He is, he thought that about Jesus when you know when Jesus you know died on the cross for us. He you know Satan thought he was oh he's done. I can take over now. But on that third day on Resurrection Sunday, when he rose up. That was a game changer because Satan wasn't expecting that. So when we have our game changers in life, what do you think people are going to think? What do you think people are going to think when we have those game changers? Because they're not looking for us. You know, they're not looking for us to make that comeback. But when, you know, this could be a good scripture for a show right there. Though he may stumble, he will not fall. For the Lord upholds him with his hand. That's the game changer right there. You didn't fall. I got you. You know, like our kids, you know, we when they're, te- when they're teaching them how to walk, we're right there behind them just in case they stumble. We got them. That's the kind of trust that we have to have in God, knowing that he's going to be there. And um, in the beginning, here's the game changer right here. Do not fret because of those who are evil or be envious of those who do wrong. For like the grass, they will soon wither. Like green plants, they will soon die away. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land in the land and enjoy safe pasture. Take delight in the Lord. And he will give you desires of your heart. Commit, to, commit your way to the Lord. Trust in him and he will do this. He will make the righteous reward shine. He will make your righteous reward shine like the dawn, your vindication like the noonday sun. And this is the this is the game changer right here. Be still before the Lord. Wait patiently for him. Do not fret when people succeed in their ways, when they carry out their schemes. Now the Lord has said several things in those one script in that one scripture right there. And he said, first we gotta trust. So first we have to trust. Trust is a hard thing for us to do. Trust is a hard thing for us to do. That means I'm putting my hope, desires, and trust in you. But he's saying trust in the Lord. That's the first word. And the Lord just gave this to me. So that's the first commandment. In the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and enjoy say He said trust then he says, dwell in the land. So that's the second thing. He says, trust in the Lord and do good. Then dwell in the land and enjoy safe pasture. Then he says, delight in the Lord. So we got first trust in the Lord. Then we got to take delight in the Lord. And he will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Okay, so that's trust. 
take delight. And then he says, commit your way to the Lord. How many of us commit our ways to the Lord? You know, anything that we're going to do, we're going to commit that to God. <laughs> but they said that godly, well, he's saying commit your way to the Lord and trust in him. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust him, and he will do this. He will make the righteous reward. He will make your righteous reward shine like the sun, your vindication like the noonday sun. Then he says, after you've trusted in him, then he says, after you take the light in him, then he says, after you commit your ways to the Lord, then he says, he will make your righteous, he will make your righteous reward shine. And then after all that, he says, be still. So these are directions. Uh, do we all follow these directions? How many of us are good with directions, Michelle? Not me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, Michelle. How many of us are good with directions? He mm. says, trust in the Lord. Take the light in the Lord. Commit your way to the Lord. And be still before the Lord. So he say, trust, delight, commit, be still. So let's write that down. He said, trust, delight. That's breaking it down. Commit. And be still. How many of us learn know how to be still? Being still means that you're not going to try to do God's work. You're not going to try to put your hands in it. You're not going to, you know, he's, you're not going to, you're just going to be still and wait. Be still and wait. How many of us have been in the hospital or had an operation and we just have to, you know, wait patiently for the doctors to come and give us some pain medicine, wait patiently for, you know, for them to come give us some food, you know, give us, wait patiently for them to take, you'll be waiting there. But when it comes to God, we have a big issue with that. You have a big issue with waiting. Any questions or comments, Michelle? The scripture that you're reading now, that really ties in with uh, what you were talking about earlier in the show, which is uh, that that the Lord will be our shelter. We can hide in his shadow. And uh, for us to do that, basically, is that, you know, how people make that, Colloquialism Let go and let God And so in this scripture You're talking about trust In that scripture you're talking about uh, Hiding in him Basically Hiding in him and allowing him To take on What's happening in our lives In this world He'll be our our protector Our our guider Our guide He'll be our protector and our guide and in order for us to really allow him to do that, then we have to have a great amount of trust in God. And so in order for us to have the trust in him, we have to do the things that you're talking about, which is, you know, delight in him. Uh, we have to read the word. We have to, you know, there are things that we have to do to get to a place where we trust God because just like a, a, a regular person when we meet them, we don't know them. We don't trust them right off. So just like that, you know, we come to God. 
we decide to, you know, accept him and accept Jesus. And then from there, we need to really grow in our relationship and we need to get close to the point that we begin to trust him. And then when we begin to trust him, it will be so much easier for us to allow him to take the lead in our life, to allow him to be in the forefront and allow us to to allow allow us sorry, getting tongue tied. <laughs> allow us to let him lead and guide us in whatever his will is. Because when I when I trust you and I know that you're gonna protect me, I don't mind, you know, hiding myself from you. I don't mind letting you shelter me. But I have got I've got to trust you, which means I have got to know you first. You're listening. Those are great words of wisdom from our very own Michelle Johnson, who chimed in today to help a brother out. You're listening live with Man and Mayor with your host, Hezekiah uh, Montgomery, and co-host Michelle Johnson. We are having a perpetual praise Friday, 26, and we're just, you know, we're just trusting God and just listening to the words of wisdom from the Word. You know, we, you know. We are just um, in Psalm 37, which has a lot going on. But we just had a few, you know, scriptures. We did Psalm 91.1, and um, if you just chimed in, I took Psalm 91.1 because I heard one say it. When something happens, we dial 911. That's the first thing we want to dial 911. But Psalms 91.1 is a scripture that when things are going on in your life, you can dial that. You haven't got dial. Excuse me, just open up your word. Open up to Psalms 91 1, and it says, Whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. Was Michelle, you know, she came up on a um, uh, foreground and was just mentioning it again. We will rest in the shadow of the Most High. I'll say to the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God in whom I trust, surely he will save you from the foul snare and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his feathers, and under his wings you will find refuge. So just like our children run to us, we can run to him. And basically, we don't have to run. Just open up your mouth and talk to him. Because he already knows what's going on. He knows the past, present, and future. He's just waiting for us to say something, communicate. Communication is the key to him. He's waiting for us to say something. You know, that's all we have to do is communicate with our Heavenly Father, and he will, t- he will take care of the rest. You know, with that scripture I just put down, Psalm 37, we have to trust in the Lord. We have to take, take delight in the Lord. We have to commit our way now committing our ways is a hard thing. How many of us ever taught our children how to drive or working on teaching our children how to drive? We gotta trust them once we get them behind the wheel. Right, Michelle? Mm, don't get me started. <laughs> we have to trust them <laughs> once we get they get behind the wheel. So, you know, you have to commit your way. I mean, we're committing our ways to them that we taught you. So do everything we taught you how to do. That's when you know you're a good parent or a good, you know, good friend or whomever. 
is the one that said, I've given you these life lessons. I've taught you. Now, I want you to be able to do these things on your own. That's when you know that you've done what was required of you as a parent. Again, this is the hard part. And we talked about this being still. Regardless of what goes on, how it looks, Satan thought Jesus was out down for the count. His disciples were hiding, they were scared. But be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. Do not fret when people succeed in their ways, when they carry out their wicked schemes. We are we get so excitable. We get so anxious, you know, because we don't we don't know the end game. God knows the end game. He just waiting for us to catch up and get on point with him. You know, we have to know that God is in control. We have to know that He's taking care of it. We have to know that regardless of what we're doing, you know, He is going to take care of it. And that's when we know that we have a God that can do anything and everything. The words that there is nothing with God, all things are possible. There's nothing impossible for God. So we know these scriptures, we know these things, Michelle. And we shouldn't, you know, we shouldn't even worry or be upset when things start to happen. Because guess what? He is in control. Any questions or comments? Yeah, and I think that that thought, that thought in our mind on a constant basis that God is in control, that would bless us so much that I don't even think we realize because, when God is in control, that takes the stress off of you. You know he's in control. So when things are going on, instead of you becoming stressed out about everything and trying to figure it all out and what you're going to do and how you're going to handle things, you know, go talk to the one that, that you trust and that you know that he is going to be the one that handles that for you. So I, if I, if I know that God can do, will do, and has already told me that He'll do, you know, the the impossible things, the hard things, He will get me through all all the situations that arise in my life. If if I know how to seek shelter in Him and if I trust Him. So that's all. Like it, it's all together. All of that works hand in hand. And so we have to allow God, because mind you, God does not force us to do anything. He doesn't force us to, you know, accept him. He doesn't force us to live a life, you know, that's for him. And he doesn't make us love him. He waits patiently for us to come to him. So we just have to remember that God is in control. And, and um, you know, one of the ways I kind of do this, I have to, like, verbally do it to remind myself sometimes because you know how us humans are. As soon as some, something really crazy happens, 
you know, it takes about 10 seconds for us to go from, from zero to 100. But if we take that 10 seconds and stop and just think and remember that God is the one that's really in control of this whole thing, and he's in control of this whole world, you know, Satan, his aunts, and, and, and his, his buddies, pals, and friends, you know, they may be roaming around, but God is still in control of this entire thing. And so when situations arise in my life, especially because of the ones that I know about and I can brace myself for, I'm good to go. But the ones that pop up suddenly and, and emergencies that happen and things I wasn't expecting, that's when when I myself and we as humans, we can lose our cool in that moment. But I have to literally say to myself, and I do it, and, and anyone who is my friend or family has probably heard me do this, when something is really going on crazy, I'll just stop and say, well, Lord, I want to see how you get us out of this one. <laughs> and that lets me put all of that stress on him because it's, it's too much for me to bear. And he said that he won't give me more than I can bear. So knowing that, then I shouldn't be content to try to bear these situations when he's already told me that he has control of all of that. So I do. I give up. I put my hands in the air. And I say, well, Lord, I just want to see how we get out of this one. I want to see what you do. I can't wait. It's going to be good. And I sit back and watch him work. So we need to do that more often. God is just waiting for us to hand situations, problems, people over to him. He's just waiting. And we keep holding on to him and trying to make people and things and our jobs and our family do what we want them to do, but instead, let go, let go, and go to the one that you know is really in control. Amen. Amen. Sometimes I think it's, um, they up there, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, Jesus Christ, God, and the Holy Ghost up there like, okay, what's going on? What are they going to do today? They've been making bets and wages. Well, I'm hoping to do this. Holy Spirit say, well, yeah, I kind of sort of... Man, man, wait, so, wait, wait, you know wait, 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 wait. Wait, I don't know about... <laughs> I know, I I'm know just, I'm just saying... <laughs> I know, I know, I'm just, I'm just having fun. I'm like, they just up there trying to say, okay, let's see what he's going to do. We know he's going to do it, but, you know, they probably, you know, they probably like, who's going who's gonna to win the bet for the day? But something you just got to have a little humor, because God loves humor, and God has created humor. And, you know, we got to realize that he is in control. That's why he said, be still. He's telling us, okay, I got this. But with our anxiety, anxious selves, we always try to try to help help a brother out. Brother don't need our help. He created the world. But we think, okay, let me just help. You know, you know that thing, too many hands spoil the pot, too many hands in the pot spoil the meal or whatever. Everybody trying to say, well, let's put this in it. Well, we need a little more salt. Well, the person before you just put salt in it. Well, we need a little bit. Well, the person before you just put more pepper in it. So you just messed up the whole dish because you were trying to help out and trying to, instead of just waiting to see what the person who's making it 
was doing. Well, Lady Johnson, any final comments? We're down to our last three minutes. Well, this is certainly, it's been a good show. And, you know, I just encourage our listeners to remember who is their protector, who is their their guidance, who leads them, and who keeps them sheltered on a daily, daily basis. This is a daily basis that God is doing this. And in all the moments and every second of the day, God is doing this. He's keeping us sheltered. He's protecting us. You know, and he is uh, waiting for us just to trust him with all of our stuff, all the situations, everything that happens. God owns this whole world, and he has it at his disposal, and all we need to do is let go and allow God to really, really be in control. Amen, amen, amen. It's just, it's been a good show. And I just thank the God for the scriptures that he has allowed us to reveal tonight. I'd like to thank all of you who have been listening on the line, on air, who have actually been, you know, passing it on, telling people about the show. Um, you know, this was our 26th Perpetual Page Friday, and we just thank all you guys again. We're just being part of the show tonight. Please be with us next week. The show will be posted no later than Wednesday next week. Um, it's going to be an exciting show that the Lord gave it, but I will, you know, it's going to be like a second part of this show right here, you know, and it's going to be an interesting one. It's definitely going to be an interesting one. Um, if you if you have any more questions, you can put it on our event page. If you need prayer, put it there. We'll pass it on. Um, and again, we just thank all of you who have been listening tonight. It's been a good show. Um, this is Hezekiah uh, Montgomery, and as always, we'll see you at the mirror. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.